0: Hey, Gut Plus Science listeners, today we're doing a throwback to one of our new show hosts for the People Forward Network, Rebecca Metter. Episode 78, Rebecca Metter talks about workplace gamification, which is just such a powerful concept and something that Wombi does really, really well for healthcare organizations. I'm so excited for Rebecca Metter to take over Gut Plus Science Healthcare and launch a brand new show called Moments Move Us. It's coming in like a month. I'm so excited. But for now, we'll do a throwback today, and we're going to learn all about workplace gamification with the magical Rebecca Mutter. Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn, and you're on Gut Plus Science. This podcast is on a mission to increase engagement at work. And on this show, we equip CEOs and people-first leaders of all levels to make impact. Let's get to it. I'm not sure if I've spoken much on the importance of networking as business professionals. Well, as any version of human, really not just professionals, building relationships is such a rich part of life and also the best way to get things done. Humans helping humans. I know I've actually spoken you know, many times about the importance of relationship building as leaders, particularly in our organizations, with our people, as this is a crucial component of positive employee engagement levels. But right now I'm talking about the importance of building relationships or networking in our communities, in our industries, and in our verticals where we do our best work. You know, that's how I found our guest for today's show. Someone said that I've known for many years, You've got to meet her. You two are working on a similar mission. Well, I'm so thankful for that introduction and the time spent getting to know her. This CEO and her company operate in pure meaning. The way she runs her business, the way their core values live loudly, and the impact of the platform on engagement or helping people find meaningful life experiences through their work, it's spot on and it's incredible heartwarming was my recent term to describe it. I'm excited to share her with you today, particularly on the topic of gamification. Let's get to it.
1: Well, gamification is kind of a a sort of a silly word, but really all it means is the use of game like elements in a non-game context to motivate people to produce better results.
0: Okay. And I think there's a number of brands out there in the world that are doing this really well right now. And I know you speak to those. Give us some examples of some of those brands that that we know and how they're doing this.
1: Sure. Absolutely. I think once you start to think about gamification, the brands sort of just pop up everywhere and you start to realize that gamification is all around us. And um, even without us knowing, we've been impacted by it in some way. So um, as a business traveler, one of the ones that I come into contact with a lot um, are my is my airline rewards program. Uh, frequent flyer programs are incredible ways of keeping uh, loyal customers and uh, happy customers on the airlines. So that's been one that I know most of us are familiar with. There are great ones out there for fitness and health generally. So Weight Watchers is a good example of gamification and how they get folks sort of involved in a community, earning points, figuring out what they need to do to lose weight and being able to achieve good results from that. And of course, there's lots of others uh, on the wellness side, um, even looking like app, at apps like Calm and Headspace uh, in, in order to promote a more awake sort of uh, awareness and mindfulness during the day. Uh, so there's really lots of examples of gamification. Those are some of the ones that I really like and have seen to be really effective, but they're everywhere.
0: And, you know, the parallel that I just made that's pretty obvious, but it just hit me is, you know, this show is all about driving engagement in workplaces and bringing people alive in the work that they're doing. And you think of what is gamification there to do? It's really to drive engagement of a human into this entity, this brand, this thing, right? So it's it's a lot of alignment there. Let's start to go down the business side of gamification because I know with you and your company, you know, you really specialize not only internally doing this for you and your people, but externally, you know, for the companies that you serve. So from a key business metrics perspective, how does gamification impact the success of a business?
1: Well, gamification is outstanding at, pr- at producing really whatever results that business is driving. So depending on what it is that the business needs to improve, gamification can help. And that's what's so powerful about gamification. So looking at, so business m- metrics that are impacted by gamification. So really those are anything that an organization would decide they would want to incentivize, to motivate, to produce better results. So really that could be anything um, and it can apply in every single business. And we see gamification being utilized um, by the vast majority of companies now um, in many different ways. So whether that's getting folks to be able to be more focused at work and to be able to um, have greater outputs in whatever they're doing, um, whether that's getting folks to work together in a team environment in better ways, it, it really depends on what the challenges that that organization is facing. And then they can apply gamification to whatever that challenge is as a fun and um, inspirational way to get people motivated to change.
0: And so I think what we can do then for the rest of this show is focus on, you know, what the shows here to do is driving an increase in employee engagement. And I, you've got a ton of stories around that. So share a story or two or three uh, really to just uh, show us, you know, maybe the problem that this particular business was trying to solve or elevate and how gamification has impacted success.
1: The amazing thing about employee engagement and, and really driving engagement is that it does impact all those additional metrics that we just talked about before regarding output and production and things like that, um, teamwork as well, of course. And so, you know, it, it's been really interesting. Um, we have seen after being able to apply sort of meaningful recognition and using gamification that folks feel over 63% more valued in their work after using gamification in a meaningful way. And that 63% in feeling valued is is a really important metric because that is a key driver of whether someone is going to be engaged or not. Do I feel valued in my work? And now more than ever, folks want to feel like what they're doing has a purpose and what they're doing um, is meaningful. And so the more we can allow folks to feel that Purpose and to see it um, in action, especially through gamification, it's a wonderful way for people to realize, hey, you know, I I am valued, I matter here. What I'm doing is making the impact that I really want it to. Um, so that's been a really uh, impressive metric that we've seen.
0: Take us into the life of an individual worker, employee that is impacted by this particular story and what that looks like. Illustrate that for us just a little bit and how, what are they experiencing through this gamification, like a day in the life of them, uh, just to help us understand that a little bit.
1: So we had an amazing uh, sort of story. So, so we work in healthcare and one of our um, organizations had a nurse who was a, a very well-respected nurse, an outstanding nurse in so many ways, um, just really amazing person. And all of her peers looked up to her. And after um, sort of becoming engaged with us and uh, we had deployed at this organization, she began to become aware that she was outstanding in a number of areas that she knew she was outstanding in um, and she could see that. Uh, you know, through the platform that we provided. And she was also able to be receiving sort of that ongoing recognition um, that she so deserved um, after years of being a nurse. And it was really validating for her. In addition, she was able to kind of realize, hey, you know, there's one area here, and it was in uh, uh, treating my patients with respect and dignity. She's like, that's one area that I'm falling a little bit behind compared to the rest of these areas where I'm really doing exceptionally well. Um, And when she kind of took a pause back and thought, hey, you know, why is that happening? She began to realize that maybe this sort of her sarcastic humor wasn't really sitting well on the patients. And even though they all loved her, there was sort of some biting uh, humor that they they didn't really appreciate. And so she was able to kind of realize that and immediately sort of change the way she interacted with the patient, kind of uh, sort of rein in her, her joke telling and sort of lean forward with sort of more of... um just providing great care. And she was able to see that number go way up. And so it's a story where someone who was really great was able to continue to know they were great, but also to identify an area um, to, to modify for um, behavior improvement. Um, it's a great success story because she really is outstanding and now she's even better.
0: Let's talk about developing, there's a number of people that have asked for this topic. So kind of getting started in developing a workplace gamification strategy, what's most important to keep in mind?
1: I mean, I think the number one most important thing to figure out before developing the strategy itself is to to kind of take a step back and ask yourself, why am I doing this? you know, why, why, do I, why do I think I need to use gamification here? What am I trying to achieve? After you figure out sort of what is the thing that you want to drive in terms of a change um, for your organization, then the strategy really can set in to be like, okay, well, if this is the outcome I want to achieve, What is meaningful to the people who are going to be critical in actually getting to this result and how can I I incentivize them and recognize them and get some of their competitive juices flowing to be able to really get them to change and to to kind of make moves in the direction of where um, I want them to go. And I think that what's really great about gamification is that it's a way to make some things that can be sort of typically mundane fun. And fun is something that I think we underestimate a lot in the workplace. Fun is extremely critical to um, success of our businesses. So I, I, you know, I think fun has been a word that people have been like, oh, fun, Like, you know, do we really need fun I- in the workplace? Well, the answer is you do. And, and not just with millennials, with all generations, it's important. Um, that's really where people can kind of let go, let down, allow sort of their creative juices to start flowing and be able to kind of connect with others. And that connection is, is so very important. So I, I would say that the most important thing is to first identify, hey, what, what are we trying to achieve here? And then the next thing would be, what, what is meaningful to the people that are actually going to be doing this work? And now, wh- how can we kind of employ leveling up point earning, public recognition, How can we allow folks to have transparency into their performance around this critical area? And then how can we kind of share that performance across our team in a meaningful way that's going to encourage them to continue to do better um, and continue to kind of get to that next step, but without creating competition sort of at a level where they will feel uncomfortable. So being really careful around sort of this concept of leaderboards and things like that, that's something we have a lot of sensitivity to at Wombi. but being able to allow people to feel good about their work um, and to, to be able to continue to kind of promote them to do great work. Uh, that's the most important thing. Uh, we don't want to promote too uh, sort of uh, intense of a competition um, within team members. That certainly would be sort of counteracting um, the initial intention.
0: And two things that were coming to mind when I think of, you know, engagement and how, you know, re- it really ties in big time is, you know, everyone's working on how do we communicate better? and more frequently in the right mediums and all that communication, just huge as a need and then team building. And I feel like, gamification is a platform that can really elevate both of those things as well. So I love how you started with, let's keep the end in mind. But then at the same time, there's other initiatives that can tie right into this and in driving better communication and just stronger teams in the process of having fun and reaching these goals together. So let's talk about adoption because with anything, whether it's technology, whether it's just manual game or playing in the office, whatever that is, adoption's a big deal. You know, it's, it's the make or break. So, and you know, for those of you that might have a question, what is she talking about here for people to actually engage in what we're putting out there, this gamification technique, Rebecca, speak to what's important here and just what you found with adoption challenges, wins, all of that.
1: So adoption really comes down to change management and being able to really figure out, hey, who are the key stakeholders that are going to need to be engaged from day one? How am I going to engage them? And then how are they going to be able to relay my message to their teams? Um, I think one of the things that we do a lot in organizations is we have a really cool idea. We decide we're going to deploy it. But then for some reason, the person who's kind of the most critical and is leading the largest team that is going to be impacted by um, the particular initiative is not brought in until they're told, hey, we're doing this now. Let's roll it out. Well, that's Way too late. So, bringing people into the conversation early on is really important. Allowing people to have some level of design control and, um, and input uh, early on is going to help to not just get folks engaged and to adopt it, but also to craft a gamification strategy that's really going to work. Because the people who know what's going to work are the frontline sort of end users that you're going to have. And those are the people that you want to include in the beginning, too. So, it's not just the highest level executives that need to be championing this. This has to go all the way down through the organization. A- and really it starts in the beginning of getting people bought in. Um, once you have people bought in in the beginning and you have their input and you've designed something that uh, will be able to be rolled out to the rest of the team that will be effective, those people can be your champions as you roll it out. And that's something that uh, certainly we've found to be really successful in terms of the way we've helped organizations change and to adapt gamification.
0: That's a great reminder to us. And, you know, really anything we're trying to change in business or roll out that, you know, we've got to have those key stakeholders involved at every level in order for it to work for sure, especially in this gamification world. So I'll throw out this other question. And I'm sure what you just shared is is one of the kind of no-nos here. But when when we look at what doesn't work, what as far as adopting and really making this gamification whatever it may be that we're rolling out to be successful, what doesn't work? So one is, not having key stakeholders and just saying, here's what we're going to do and hoping that it you know, sticks. What else comes to mind as far as what you've seen not work?
1: What does not work is a really important thing to realize in the beginning. I think the first thing that does not work is telling people, hey, we're doing this and uh, here it is. It's on your plate now. Now you go execute it without them understanding the why. And and understanding why why is the organization doing this? What is the meaning behind this? And how is this going to help me? You know, we talk about uh, a lot about the WIFM, the what's in it for me. And if you don't know what the WIFM is at every single level of stakeholder, then your stakeholders are absolutely not going to help you to deploy this and to implement it in a way that's going to be sticky and is is going to last. So that's a really, I think, important thing of what not to do. The other thing I think that does not work is, um, and I alluded to this a little bit before is, is having too much competition. Um, the, you know, when we put our team members against one another, that's really, uh, you have to be very careful about how you do that. That's, that can promote sort of more of a dog eat dog culture, which you really don't want. Um, what you want is a team culture that highlights people for the great work they're doing, um, in a meaningful way and, and, supports each other. So I think knowing your culture as an organization and being able to promote team is really important as a result of the gamification, um, strategy. And then the third thing that I would say, which is really significant, is that when you have gamification, you want to be aware that your team members, you know, they're constantly being thrown new initiatives. You don't want this to be seen as like a flavor of the month type thing. So to kind of get away from that sort of trendiness concept, you want to really know, hey, I'm going to be using gamification here, but really I need to fuel it by what is meaningful to my team members. Not what what do I think should incentivize them, but what is actually meaningful. I think a lot of times when we think of of recognition and, and, and reward. And, and um, a lot of this comes with gamification too. You know, you look at the outcome of, oh, you know, I got X number of points. I got to cash out and get like a, um, a coffee maker or I got to get, you know, um, a Fitbit or whatever. And that's really cool. But guess what? That just lasts for, for a minute or for a, a couple weeks. Maybe you're excited about that thing, but it's really just a product what's meaningful is lasting change and feeling connected to the work that you've wanted to do and allowing that to become uh, surfaced. So leveraging gamification ongoingly without focusing on the reward component and kind of staying with the meaningful aspect of, you know, this is why I'm doing my work. I'm doing my work because I feel connected here um, and I want to make a difference. And now I know I am making a difference because this level of gamification has provided transparency for me with my leaders as well as with my peers. I feel valued and I'm going to stay here and I'm also going to produce the best work that I can to make it happen.
0: I love how much you're tying this into the overall strategy versus tactical stuff, like rewards that are very satisfaction oriented. You know, satisfaction and engagement are so different. And one of the things that I'm like, I get on a soapbox on the show about is if you're still doing satisfaction surveys or satisfaction initiatives, like uh, take a look at the statistics on satisfied people and how much they stay, you know? And I love how you're tying the same thing into gamification that if we're just doing it to check a box and, you know, have something that people get excited about, you know, they could get their new iWatch on a Friday, and at the same time, have had some really crummy conversations with their manager over the course of the week, and go into their weekend looking for a new job. Like it's not, you know, sustainable and truly making an impact. So I, I love that you tied that that in here. I want to talk for a minute on learning and development. So many of our listeners, you know, they'll throw out, you know, how new ideas on how can we really get more people engaged in and, and scale learning and development. Any ideas about how to use gamification for learning and development purposes?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think gamification and learning and development is really huge. There are so many great applications of it too. You know, I've seen uh, uh, some pretty cool companies like Sceptris, and, and there's others where they're applying game-like sort of elements into uh, very serious education. So that, that, you know, specifically what I'm referring to there is the education on how to treat and, and identify people with sepsis. And so that type of training is is literally life-saving and applying gamification to it is fantastic because it allows folks to be able to kind of have sort of their education be tied a little bit more to like a lighthearted, hey, I'm doing a great job here. This is fun. I really know what's happening. I can get better engaged and I'm ultimately going to have the same result or if not better result of um, really understanding the content. So in learning and development, I think gamification is huge. And I think it's actually one of the first areas we've really seen gamification in a a corporate setting. We've seen that um, in a lot of different ways and it's been very helpful um, for, uh, team members. So definitely love the use of gamification in learning and development context. I also think that having the transparency across team members with learning and development is really great too, because what it does is it shows you, hey, my colleagues are really engaged. My colleagues just did this training and certification. You know, I- I'm going to root them on you know, good for them. And it look how fortunate sort of I am to be in the same company as these other people who are really motivated and are learning these things. And my company really cares about them and they've done that. And they also care about me because this is our culture and we're trying to get to be the best that we can be. So I, I absolutely love it in the learning and development context. Um, it's especially great for leveling up. So as you kind of open up and unlock certain areas of uh, development and opportunity, uh, you know you continue to kind of go to that next level and can open up the next educational. Um, maybe it's phase two of your of your learning map. So definitely been really impactful there.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. And you know, I I never really thought about it, but it's totally like an iron sharpens iron situation, which I I love that you know, just that saying, or, you know, a, you know, all tides rise, right? Together, because we're, we're in, we're kind of in the competition of wanting to just get better because we're in that energy or presence of other people that are doing it. And that's just, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty addicted to that kind of stuff. So (laughs) I love it. Uh, So, okay, let's talk about innovation. That is a big topic. You know, companies are, you know, you read any, you know, a recent Forbes article or whatever. And companies are like, we are committed in 2020 to innovation. Any thoughts about how gamification can help companies that are struggling with this?
1: Absolutely. So I think gamification can be a huge motivator in, in kind of shifting culture and changing things for an organization. I mean, we, we've worked with organizations that in the past that have been really kind of sort of stuck in their ways and haven't been able to really move the meter and a lot of, um, you know, after many, many different kinds of initiatives and after leveraging gamification have been able to see almost immediate impact. Uh, they talk about like a light switch going on. So I think when there are, are organizations that have kind of been sort of stired um, in the mud and they've Really want to kind of get to that next level. Gamification can help them to push and kind of and and get them unstuck. I will say again, it's really important that that gamification is meaningful. So to do gamification for the heck of it, just to be sort of innovative and and to be cool, is really not a good idea. But if you you're doing it for the right reasons, you have an intention, you have the goals sort of set out. I think that it can be really impactful, and it, it helps teams to also see, hey, like you know what. Transparency is really promoted here. Recognition and I'm cared about for the things I want to be cared about. And look at how gamification has been deployed. This is really great for me. I can actually have fun in the things that I'm doing to make uh, the my life better, my my teammates' life better, and um, to help my organization. So it puts people's hearts in the right place, and I think it gets them there quickly. But as long as we have sort of that right intention, it, it can really go a long way to helping organizations um, get there from an innovation perspective.
0: Rebecca, I'm so glad that I had you on to be able to share on this topic. I want to transition for a minute because I, I just, I'm a big fan of what you're doing. Not only are you the CEO that incorporates gamification into your culture, you know, leading your people and building a very high growth company, but you've built this platform called Wombi, which is the company that, that you're leading to specifically help the healthcare industry. And there's just, such a huge need there. It very much ties into employee engagement. So talk about the story there, how this came to be and really what Wambi does.
1: So Wambi was created in an inpatient setting um, when my partner and co-founder uh, observed that there was pretty poor morale at the bedside. No matter what sort of was going on with her patients and families, no matter what um, patient experience sort of initiatives they had going there, when team members walked in the room and they were burnt out, they were struggling, they were having a bad day, that directly impacted those patients and families. And so ultimately, um, she, Alex Corin, realized that she needed to kind of turn her attention to the team members that were providing the care. And when she began to ask them sort of what was getting in their way, you know, why were their colleagues burnt out? Why why were they leaving? Um, Why was turnover so high? She began to hear the same thing over and over, which was really that they didn't feel seen for the work that they were doing. Um, They felt like, you know, the one time they were observed by management or the one time a patient complaint rose up through the ranks, it really wasn't indicative of the day in, day out, moment by moment experience they shared with patients and families. And it was sort of this negative news cycle that was really demoralizing for them and, and kind of taking them away from their purpose of being there to provide great patient care. And so ultimately. Alex decided, well, hey, I'm going to you know, get you a recognition platform that's informed by A, the people who see you the most, and B, the people you care about the most, which of course are the patients and families. When she looked out in the market to buy something, uh, nothing existed. And so um, she decided to build WAMBI. And she built it um, in a very early concept for this organization. Um, I helped her get the beta off the ground for that. Uh, and ultimately, we began to see some pretty significant improvements. Improvements in terms of team member engagement, turnover decreasing, uh, and the morale had shifted. You really could feel cultural change. And one of the things that um, WAMBI does is we use the patient voice as a means to fuel gamification um, within the platform and recognition. And so ultimately, after deploying at this organization and have, having some pretty successful uh, um, results, other organizations took note of what we were doing. And so in late 2016, we were broken off as a separate technology company Um, We rebuilt the platform from the ground up to make it scalable and ready for market. And in um, 2017, we went to market with our first big health systems outside of that organization, and the rest is history. So now we work with some of the nation's largest health systems, and we partner with them to really allow them to kind of change their culture, leveraging gamification and the voices of patients and families in real time.
0: So, like I said in the beginning, not only does Wambi tug on my heartstrings from just the living core values and what Wambi is is here to do, but from a a mission perspective of driving engagement and how much of a need there is today with the talent shortage and, you know, multi-generations in the workforce and all of that, you know, all, all of that said, like it's already a big deal. But then do you take it 17 layers deeper? Healthcare, we're impacting the most important time in someone's life. You know, so engagement in any organization is important, but in in healthcare, I mean, this is like sometimes life or death, sometimes and many times the most critical time in people's lives. So I just, I can't tell you how enough, how just absolutely enamored I am with what you all are doing. And thank you so much for sharing. I love, you know, that we were able to start with this gamification topic, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be back on to cover many other topics because you guys are just so aligned in this engagement space. We're going to take a quick break hear from our sponsor message today and come right back to what we call our lightning round where Rebecca, we're just going to ask a few questions and learn just a little bit more about the personal side of you. We'll be right back. Gut Plus Science has just joined the People Forward Network. Gut Plus Science has been on a journey for three and a half years and we got inspired to create a global podcast network that captures the most incredible efforts of people first leaders and humans working on a meaningful mission. We believe that the workplace is the largest mission field for change. And the people forward network is the largest community of humans on a shared journey to live life full of meaning. We'd love for you to join the people forward network. There are all kinds of new shows and existing shows coming together under one umbrella to bring you the best content as a community on a mission. Can't wait for you to join us. See the link to peopleforwardnetwork.com in the show notes. Okay. So Rebecca Metter, Rebecca on Gut Plus Science. This was a great episode. Just a couple of questions just to learn a little bit more about you. And of course, make sure that our listeners know how to reach out to you and you know, start a conversation. Uh, so number one, what's your favorite book or, I know that's a tough question, uh, one that you would recommend to our listeners?
1: I think I'm going to have to say that my most recent uh, favorite book is um, by Melinda Gates. It's The Moment of Lift. And it's a really fantastic read about how to lift up people around the world, uh, women, and how we can really uh, help empower them and what does empowering women uh, really do to a culture. And so highly recommend that book.
0: How about a favorite vacation spot?
1: Well, I have a lot, but I think my favorite vacation spot is located in Rome, Italy. It's um, at Campo de Fiore, uh, which is a little market. uh, It's a little square and there's a marketplace in it. And uh, it's one of the most beautiful farmer's markets, uh, I think, in the world.
0: How about a favorite hobby when you're not working?
1: Well, I have a lot. I have so many, but I think my favorite hobby when I'm not working is probably having uh, dance parties uh, with my family.
0: And then Rebecca, how can our listeners connect with you after the show?
1: Yeah, I would love to folks to get in touch with me after the show. I mean, please feel free, reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect with me. Um, Rebecca Metter. you can find me there. Uh, you can also send me an email if you want at Rebecca at womby.org.
0: Uh, that was awesome. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, gamify something in your business. If you haven't, why not solve a problem or reach a goal by gamifying it? So here's my truth. You can act on for today's episode with Rebecca. Number one, as with anything, start with the end in mind, define the problem or goal you want to solve, and then start building the gamification technique. So don't just replicate what you read. Another best places company did in gamifying, do it for you and do it for your needs. Starting with the end in mind. Great point. Number two, make the mundane fun. Gamification is a great way to do this, but whatever you do, make life at work fun. Number three, ensure key stakeholders are involved at all levels in order to maximize engagement or adoption of whatever you're doing. And this applies anywhere. Everyone in the organization needs to know the why, why they're doing it and how it helps them. So go ahead and apply this philosophy to anything in life. We need to know the why and we need to know why it helps us. And think about that for every person in your organization. And number four, be careful on competition. So keep it healthy and it's great. We hear the power of healthy competition and it's so fun, right? But as Rebecca said, don't let it get too far or it could become unhealthy. So that's something to definitely keep an eye on from a leadership level with gamification. I hope you all love this. Uh, This was a, a topic that you suggested. Send me some more and we'll make sure to keep cranking out some awesome episodes of Gut Plus Science. We'll see you next week.